This is the podcast, not an interview. This is a conversation. No gimmicks, just reasons. 84 reasons. Come holler at me. What up, my good people of Orange and Blue Nation? This is the latest installment of 84 Reasons. No games, no gimmicks, just reasons. When you go to Florida, every season is the right season. I don't care if it's the fall, the spring, the summer, the winter. We don't really have we don't really have winters in Gainesville. It just gets a little colder. My next guest, he ain't never had a big jacket in his life. From South Florida, you know, so when he come up, no, he like, it get cold in Florida. Yes, it does get cold in Florida. He had to get a he had to get a jacket. Boynton Beach, St. Thomas Aquinas. To you people who think St. Thomas Aquinas only play football, no, St. Thomas Aquinas play baseball too. My next guest, I got to talk about that windup too, Mr. Blake <laughs> right there representing representing them them Florida Gator baseball super duper stars. What on with you, today, Blake? Uh, thank you for having me. How's it going? It's going good, Blake. Look up before I know you guys getting ready to get started here soon, but. Boynton Beach, St. Thomas. When I saw St. Thomas Aquinas, I go, wait a minute. People already can't stand y'all in football. <laughs> I don't know how good the basketball team is. I, I got to guess if the football team play basketball, they good. Y'all be beating up on people in baseball too, Blake. Why don't y'all leave people alone, you know, in high school baseball? I know about North Florida, Middle Florida. So y'all playing baseball in South Florida too, huh? Everywhere. Everywhere in Florida. <laughs> Blake said, look, man, they, they don't get no relief with us. But, uh, like first, before I even get into it, Coach Coach O'Sullivan. I mean, I, I see he just signed an extension, it, and and I know you can speak this. Everybody think you pick a school first when you go to a school. It's usually the school is one thing, but the head coach is everything. What was it like getting recruited by Florida? Saying Coach O'Sullivan, he had the house. What was it like going through the recruiting process, having a guy like that, you know, come and sit in your living room? Kind of starstruck at first. Cause you're like, wow, like this big of a university really wants me to come play for them. And it's eye opening and it's humbling. And it's, if you get an opportunity to play for Florida, you can't really pass it up. So because you were, because you playing big time college baseball, that meant that your, so you basically had no weekends at a certain point of your life, man, I can't do my weekends are done. I'm, I'm in the car, sleep, waking up in another city. Cause for people who don't understand the baseball circuit, once you decide this is what I want to do, mom, this is what I want to do, dad. All right, ain't no more fun time. How how many how many cities in the how many cities in the southeast did Blake Purnell see growing up? I've been in almost every part of the state of Florida. I've been to Texas. I've been to Arizona, Tennessee. We've been everywhere. Puerto Rico for a tournament. We're just trying to get seen by anybody. When did when did you realize this thing is real? Because baseball is one of those sports that you got to. You got to go to where they at to get exposure. It doesn't matter how good you are. I got to go to where these, where the, the scouts are, where the talent is. When did Blake understand that, man? I can really do this, especially when you're talking about being a pitcher, which is even the rarest of the rare. It's one thing to have a 90 mile dollars fastball. Do I not now? Okay. Um, do I have control? Do I have velocity? Do I have control of the mound? When did Blake realize? Huh, Dad, I, I think I could really make this thing a reality. So in eighth grade, I had a, a lot of teammates that were getting recruited before me, and I was, like, really down. I was like, why? What do people not see in me? Like, what can I do to get better? And then I say, 
around 10th grade is when really things took a turn and I started finding myself and who I was as a person and as a pitcher, as a player. And that's when things like started working out for me when I just started focusing on myself and what I could do to get better. So focusing on everybody else. A pitcher is like, to me, like a golfer. The golfer got to have the same swing every mm -hmm. single time. They got to, I mean, just, I got the repetition after repetition after repetition. I, you and Ice are best friends. I mean, I've been putting ice on my shoulder before. I ain't put ice in a cup in a long time. But I see ice, I mean, just wrapping on this show. Mm -hmm. well, how long does it take for a pitcher to find his rhythm, to find this is how, because every pitcher, no one guy has the same wind up. No one guy has the same stretch. No one guy does it. How long did it take you to get your natural wind up, your natural rhythm on that mound? Ooh. When I first got here, it was rough. I was getting hit a lot. I was giving up a lot of runs in the inner squads, and I, was, I wasn't really thinking I was going to be here for my sophomore year. And then that's when reality set in. I had to really just start working. And then for about six months to eight months, I was just on the mound every day trying different stuff out. Coach Kopp and Sully were helping me out a lot, figuring out new ways to add deception and be able just to help the team. Being a pitcher, though, Blake, you guys' role is different. I mean, if I'm an outfielder, all right, I got to make sure I do I do, I do the routine, but make sure I do a spectacular catch. I lay out now and again. It's you and the catcher. It's you and the, it's you and the batter. Sometimes it's you and the ump. Mm -hmm. Some of these umps, I mean, I mean, the strike zone, it seems to be moving a lot wider these days. Yeah. That, that, that's, a total, <laughs> that's a total different uh, conversation, a total different day. But what is it? What makes you comfortable on the mound? Because like you said, at even the best going to give up hits now. Everybody's yeah. going to give up hits. Sometimes you're going to give up. What, what makes you stay comfortable on the mound regardless of what's going on? My teammates. I know I look at my catcher. He looks at me. I know we both got each other's back and we're going to get through it. And I can do the same thing with all of my fielders and everybody in the dugout. We just lock eyes and we know everything's going to be all right. We just got to keep fighting. You talked about your fresh meal. You said, I don't even know if I was going to make it to my sophomore year. Then you said Coach Sullivan and company. What did he say to you to say, hey, Blake, look, I've seen it all, done it all. It's it, it's okay. It's big time SEC baseball, which we're going to get into. But what did he say to you to make you say, all right, Coach, man, let me let me stop you know, worrying so much about what I can't control and just go out there and work on my game? It was really the entire coaching staff. Uh, Chuck Jerome and David Cobb and Sully were – all really talking me through it. And they just saw potential in me that I didn't really see in myself at the moment. I'm just blessed that they're able to still work with me and develop me and give me an opportunity to prove myself. Blake, what is it like playing for Florida? You're talking about a team that rich, you know, I mean, SEC baseball aside, Florida baseball is big time. Coach Sully mm -hmm. can't go Outside of Coach Napier, you know, Coach Golden, he can't go nowhere that, that a baseball is in the general vicinity without getting noticed, but you one of them. And you talk about putting them out, y'all guys going, y'all ain't getting drafted. Y'all the top, y'all in the top 10, top 15 getting drafted. What is it like playing for a team that one cannot hide from anybody? Everybody seems to want to play, but what is it like playing for Florida? Sometimes there can be a lot of pressure, a lot of expectations, but that's why you chose to come here. You chose to play with the best, and Florida is the best, and you're not going to be no slouch here. You need to put in your work and get better if you want to play here. So, How much better does it make you with so – everybody says it, but for y'all it's not hyperbole. I mean, y'all got some of the best players, if not the best players, 
in the freaking country on the same team. And, you know, you talk about the pitch staff, you talk about the lineup, you talk about these different personalities, having that much talent around you. How does Blake Purnell say, hey, man, I got to find a way to show what I can do, not just, you know, game day and practice every day with guys like this. I mean, yeah, the weak ones get weeded out and playing with the best, like Cags and Shelton and everybody just, it makes you want to be better. It makes you want to strive to be at their level. So when you got good players like them, it just makes you and strives everybody else to be better. I know you guys are getting ready to kick it off here soon. And, but I got to ask, I mean, not, not to, not to, not to give them any type of airtime, but there's a team on the panhandle of Florida that y'all deal with every year, but there's a team in South Florida that you grew up probably watching. Which one does Blake look forward to playing the most Miami or Florida state? I'd be lying if I didn't say both. They have both hate, have hate for them in my heart, and I can't wait to play each and every one of them. Baseball has gotten a – I think baseball gets a bad rep because you got to know what you're looking at. Like, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a Braves fan, born and raised, love baseball, but when I watch y'all play, y'all bring out something different than the teams y'all play. I know you got that team up there in Knoxville, you know – I don't know how you call yourself, you know, I mean, you can't call yourself the everything school if you didn't go to Omaha. That's a, that's another whole conversation. But everybody seems to get y'all, they're going to definitely get y'all best, but y'all bring out something different. What is it like being the hunted every single game? Because Florida, is y'all seem to be the team that, look, man, we use Florida to help us recruit. We're going to pack, we're going we to pack these stadiums when they come to play. Do y'all realize that y'all bring out something different no matter who y'all play? Yeah, it's a it's a big difference, and we realize that everywhere we go, we have a target on our back, and no nobody really likes the Gators outside of games. But let's be real here, um, we're gonna get hate wherever we go, and we're our brother's keeper. We're just gonna stay stu- stay strong because we know no really can really nobody else or like outside of us can affect us, and we know what we got, we know what we have is real, and we're we're solid every time. Who's your, who's your favorite? Who's your, who's the, who, I, I mean, well, I like, I don't like to say favorite. What's the team you like to, to play in the SEC? SEC. Tennessee's always a good one. So it's a really good series. And uh, I just hate Georgia. So I, li- I like to play Georgia a lot too. A lot of hatred between us. And so it's fun. Yeah, them Tennessee and them, Tim, them Tennessee guys. I mean, with them, uh, them, uh, them little gray uniform. Gray is not a uniform color, either people. You, I'm gonna go throw gray with cream sickle orange. That is not a color. That's what children do in, in middle, you know, in uh, in grade school to try to. Hey, would you draw something? No, gray is when gray is when you mix black and white. That's called a nothing color. Love gray. Mm-hmm. That's not a color for a team. But 2020, 2022, right? You 2023. I want to say last year. Y'all going to the SEC tournament, right? It didn't go the way you wanted, but a lot of momentum, a lot of momentum coming out of it. You talk about the run y'all went on to make it to the College World Series. Just the College World Series aside, it was so much hype. You're talking about the regional super. I mean, what was that like though? Because no one, obviously, everybody has their favorites. We get it. We we get it at Florida. No one likes it when we win because you got to watch and you got to hate at the same time. It happens. But talk about that momentum, like coming out of the tournament, going into you know, it's the, what what was that like for y'all? Because once y'all caught fire, I mean, we'll get to the World Series. But talk about just you know, regions and super regional, just catching that momentum that you guys needed. Uh, we had a really special team last year, so. 
whenever we lost the game, we weren't really thinking about that last game at all. We're just like, when can we get back out on the field to play the team again and go beat somebody again? So it was just a mentality that we had as a team. And I think it was the <clears throat> seniority we had and the camaraderie we had on the team that just made us catch fire. I mean, because I say we were hot the whole year, just about. I mean, every game we went in knowing we're going to win. And if we didn't, oh, well, so be we got another one that we got to play. So then again, to the regionals, yeah, we had one game where our backs were against the wall, but we never thought we were out of it completely. We knew we were going to win. It's just how are we going to get to the end point, which is Omaha. That's what that was our goal. You mentioned you, you know, we we've mentioned Coach Sully, uh, you know, a couple of times in this conversation. What what does he what does he bring to a team that only he can? Because when you talk about college baseball, he is he is, I mean, baseball royalty. When you look at what he's done it all, and we get it. Everybody wants to be that team to say, Coach, we want to get you another net. We we know that we we want to get another one, and it, it came real close. But what is it like having a coach that there's no question you can ask that he can't answer? There's no situation you can – he hasn't been put in. It's got to be at you guys' advantage having a guy like that who runs the, who runs the entire squad. It is. A, a guy who's been through everything like he has, it's – it takes a lot of pressure off the players, and also I hope it takes a lot of pressure off him, off himself because he's coached us to be prepared for anything that happens. But having his mentality, having his personality around the team and be able to take part of him and put it into your game and, and be able to play with his personality and mentality, it really makes us all better players. Speaking of being better players, you guys, if they – I don't know if they're going to start. I know that Deion Sanders got his son following him around. Y'all need to have somebody just follow y'all around. Y'all got personalities that, I mean, about as good as you can get for for a dugout, for a locker room, for a team. Talk about talk about that for a second, though. Talk about being able to to have guys that keep it light, you know, because baseball is a long season, and it's a lot of ebbs and flows. You're gonna have, like I said, I'm gonna have. Baseball is not games, more moments. Especially as a pitcher, I'm gonna have good moments. I'm gonna have bad moments. I'm gonna have good innings. I'm gonna have bad innings. But you got guys that seem to make you laugh. Because when I'm watching y'all, I'm like, baseball teams ain't like this. Baseball teams are guys that they go out there, they do what they do. They don't have personality. They don't want to talk to anybody. They're gonna eat a whole bunch of sunflower seeds, right? They're gonna chew a whole bunch of gum. But you guys got guys that make baseball fun. Just just as an onlooker. Talk about talk about the camaraderie on the team that seems to be something that only you guys have. I say it's never a dull moment on the field, in the locker room, wherever we are as a team, as we're traveling on the road. But I have the most fun with those guys. We got a lot of characters. Dale Thomas is one of the funniest people you ever meet. Um, just a lot of jokes being cracked. I mean, when we have to be serious, we'll be serious and tell each other how it is. But overall, it's just a good time. And when you win, everything's fun. Everything's good. You guys make it to the College World Series against those guys from from Baton Rouge. You know we we know what we know what we know what LSU has meant to college baseball. We're not gonna give them any more pub than they they've earned. But you playing in the College World Series? Most guys say, "Man, what is that like?" Most guys, you know, I mean, you got Little League World Series, which is out of this world. Most guys won't make it that far because it's just too many Little League teams. Good lord, that'll be a. But you got to play in the College World Series. Blank them boys. I think for. You know, two and a half innings or what you know what, what you was able to do. What is what is that moment like? Meaning, at a certain point, Blake, every the college baseball, no college athletic world was watching you. You're on the mound, warming up, and here come them purple and gold boys walking up 
But what is that? What to go from everything you've been through to? Hey man, I wasn't getting recruited at one point. Now I'm getting recruited. That go coach selling. I'm not having the best freshman year. Here come coach selling. Now Sully saying, "Give me Pernell." You like to put the man? I don't know how they do it. Put the ball. In. I don't. I don't know how they do it. I don't watch too many baseball movies. But he says, "Yo, Blake, get take us down. You out there on the mound. This is what you work hard for." Before you, what was that feeling like? Omaha was unbelievable, and uh, they talk about it all the time. They talk about the experience, but like you truly don't understand how great it is until you actually put in the work and you're there and you're playing in front of twenty five thousand fans, and then. I'm going to be honest, I blacked out when I had to go out there for the first appearance. I was just trying to get it out. But when I went out there for the second inning, I was able to comprehend what was happening and enjoy the moment and take it in. It was just, it was shock. It was surreal. It was like humbling again because like this is what you worked for. And then now it's time to go win a natty. Look, dude. We talked. We talked about. We talked about. I talked about your wind up uh, when we first came on. I talked about your emotion. I mean, it's it's a unique one, but it's your velocity is when it come out of it, it's coming. I mean, it is. You have the type of wind up to where I said, "Listen, I don't know. I don't thank God he got control because if he hits you, I hope you don't hit nobody. It's gonna hurt. I mean, seven seventy mile hour. I mean, seven seventy mile hour slider. Then you talking about a ninety seven mile hour fastball. What? For those of us who could only lie about it, dream about it, what is it like to be able to throw a ball that fast, that hard? Sometimes it hurts. The shoulder's going to be barking the next day. But uh, it's a great feeling. Know that you can throw an object that hard in a direction where you wanted to go for the most part. So, yeah. Yeah, but we we lie about it, though, Blake. Listen, as we get older, because people can't validate it. Oh, yeah, I played baseball back then. Yeah, yeah, I had like an 89. And somebody goes, <clears throat> 79. No, no, no. Because we don't understand. Sometimes I tell people, you want to watch Blake pitch in person. Television is one thing, but when you're there, when you hit that thing, and it's hitting that, it's hitting the catches. I mean, that catches. I mean, you see that little, you know, you see the little whatever that is, the dust coming off off that glove or whatever it is, though. But you can do anything you want on that mound. I mean, I don't know what type of conversation you and the catcher having. I don't know if you shaking head like, no, I want this. You get, I don't know how that goes. That that because a, a catcher pitcher relationship is that of a. Uh, a quarterback and a head coach, an offensive coach. Y'all got to know each other. Yeah. What is that relationship with you and your catchers like when you're saying, look, like even if you get it, even if you get it out, just say he's picking a pitch that you don't want, and then you strike him out. What do are y'all having conversations going back to the dugout? What is that relationship like, which I think is about as unique as it gets in sports? We talk about everything. So yeah, say you get somebody out, we're walking to the dugout, figuring out how you can set the same batter you just got out up for his next at bat and how to get them next three batters out for the next inning as well so you're always communicating you're always trying to change something tweak something to because you're trying to think what the batter's thinking like oh he just threw nine fastballs in a row he's got he's got them another fastball so we're in the dugout thinking let's maybe throw a change up maybe throw a slider just like try to throw him off a little bit and then Sully does a good job calling games cop will sometimes call games and then but yeah mainly it's like it's what you're comfortable with and like if you don't really have confidence in what you can throw you're not going to throw it in the game so you just like trying to throw off your strengths and then while also trying to throw towards the hitter's weakness as well. Is there a such thing as being too aggressive as a pitcher? Because because we want y'all to we hear we want to be aggressive. Want to, is there a such thing as too aggressive on the mound? Yes and no. Sometimes it's really good to be aggressive, and then if you're not throwing a strike, I mean, yeah, you need to tone it down a little bit. But overall, if you're feeling it and you got 
feel for every pitch you have, yeah, be aggressive. Go attack every hitter. You know, two things you know, well, three things. You know, you know batter's tendencies, right? Mm-hmm. But you definitely know umps. Is there a certain ump people that is, oh, you know, like he walks out, you like this. Suddenly like, look, look. I just don't. Because sometimes you're having a conversation with the ump. Like, umps don't like it when you give them a Ump's got, they're very, very sensitive. Yeah. But they don't even like your looks. They'll look at you like, wait a minute, I can, don't give me a look, but... Now, I thought that was a strike. I didn't say anything. Or, or sometimes, you know, if you think it's a strike, y'all to do some type of, you know, body language that the ump don't like. Especially these SEC umps, man. They are, get, get on my, like, how do you deal with an ump that don't see the same strike zone that you see in that day? Sully gives us a heads up before uh, the games. He said, guys, you know, he's going to be tough. You know how he is whenever he umps our games. So he just, he gives us a heads up. He just, and he reminds us throughout the games as well that, and the some part is just going to do this every time we uh we have him at our game. So just be prepared. Make be mindful of your body language. Be mindful of everything you do because he will take something you do wrong and take it the wrong way. And like Brandon Neely last year, Neely just screamed out of emotion and then he got thrown out of the game. He didn't really do nothing wrong. He, it wasn't even towards their dugout, but he threw him out the game because it's it's the Gators. It's a crucial moment and we needed to win the game. The I don't want to call it pressure because everybody in college in college athletics, especially college baseball, SEC baseball is under pressure. But there's a different level. There's a different standard when you're talking about Florida. I mean, no team is going to win at all unless you play, you know, Oklahoma women's softball. They they don't lose games, unfortunately. But what how do you not feel it? Because we know what it we know what comes with playing. A, but how do you go on that mound and say, you know what, man, look, you just said it. We lose the game. We got another. But. I could be feeling it because when y'all feeling it, y'all dangerous in so many areas. Y'all, y'all outfielders got to hate y'all. Cause when y'all alone on the mound, I said there ain't gonna be no bunch of ground out. What man, that, they gonna sit out there and chew bubblegum out there in the outfield. What how do you deal with the how do you deal with the pressure, Blake, but not feel it at the same time? Because you go, look, I once the competition starts, it don't stop whether it's in conference or out of conference. That's why I say it's a mindset thing, because Again, every game you're gonna have you're gonna have a target on your back. So, realistically, you try not to put pressure. You not you try not to add extra pressure on yourself. You try not to think about it or do anything. Because really, when the game is going, you're just worried on one thing, and that's winning the game. So you, you're not really trying to focus on the pressure. You're not trying to focus on outside sources trying to affect the team. You're just really focused on what you have to do, like your job. Like, what is it like knowing that you guys set the record for most runs in the College World Series game? Like, what, 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 what is that? Feel? Like, I mean, when it was going right, when it was going right, it's one of those things to where when I'm when I'm watching it, I said, I hope they put up. I don't know if you could put up fifty in a baseball game, what they'll call it, but I just run after run after. Run. It's like when you you're there, are you watching this thing? Did time just stop? Did you go? What are we? Are we really doing this right now? Yeah, we doing it, and we gonna keep doing. It. Like, what? What what was that feeling like? It was great because I was just in the dugout eating snacks and it felt like I was just watching a movie the whole time. I wasn't really worried about time. So, so it was a it was a great feeling. And then by the time the eighth inning came around, ninth inning, I was like, oh my God, we put up 20-something runs on these guys. I was like, but like we weren't really thinking about it. I was just happy everybody was up there getting their hits, hitting home runs. It was just it was a great day. No, oh no, you know, uh it, you did not get the results you wanted in Omaha. We 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 understand that. LSU, I mean, shouts out to them. They, you know, hell of a squad. Y'all was a hell of a squad. 
But even though y'all did not win it, and yes, we don't listen. There are no moral victories. We don't. We don't do that. We don't do that. But y'all brought out something in LSU. I think only y'all could, and I say that because preseason LSU was picked to win it. Nobody saw Florida supposed to be good. We don't see them being that good. What did y'all take from that loss? Because it was a it was unique. It, man, it was unique series. I mean, it, listen, when I'm looking at LSU, when y'all sat there, I don't know what they drank or did to go into the next game. But that look on their face, they have nothing. They they talk a lot and have nothing to say. Everything was real humble in the in the post game press conference. But what did y'all take away from Omaha? Because y'all lost, but it didn't. You, you lost. We we take that, but it didn't feel like a loss when you look at everything that happened in that series. Yeah, I mean it's it's heartbreaking. It was uh, upset because I really wish we got the natty for the guys that left. But um, we try not to like focus on other teams, but we realize what we did as a team and like what we did for the program, and that like we brought it back to where it should be, and uh, which is Omaha Arena and, and trying to win the natty, being one game away how we were last year. So. I think it puts us in a great position for this year. And I think everybody's ready to go because everybody's hungry to get back and for redemption because we need that. Is that, is that how, how y'all is that? Is that we, so we got back to where we supposed to be the standard one game away from, from winning that thing. Got Sully back. Well, Sully ain't never left. Let me, let me, let me be respectful too. Sully has never left. His feet, his feet been up for a long time on the, you know, on the, on the couch, but Sully is a guy that expects, to get it done, we it's 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 not normal to whether you root for Florida or hate Florida when when Sully and y'all ain't you know living up to you know expectations. But I haven't had that much fun watching baseball in a long time because that kind of stuff that happened in the World Series don't happen. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, it's supposed to be a back and forth, you know, come down to the ninth inning. I'm like, all right, they go home. All right, they go another. Wait, 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 wait. We about to do something stupid. No, 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 no. And then we'll say they won't get the, they won't get the fifteen, they won't get the twenty. Are we? It's like that's the memory that lasts forever. Meaning, Blake, you are gonna say, yeah, man, I had the best in the house. I was, I ate a bunch, I ate more snacks than I thought I would that game. But I'm sitting here watching my teammates go crazy for nine innings. I say that to say most people don't know what their potential are. Like, like man, y'all always say. Man, we still haven't played our best game. Still haven't played our best game. That still wasn't y'all best game, but that wasn't that wasn't far from it. Because mm-hmm. because I say I don't know I don't know what the perfect game is in baseball as far as like all levels. I know what it is as a pitcher. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is as a batter. I don't know what it is as you know. But to be a part of something that special, and I'm so happy it was us. I would have hated it to have been another team and. Oh, this team set the record. But when you look back on you, your season, the whole thing from the beginning to the end, what stands out the most to Blake Purnell about last year's squad? The team we had, the chemistry we had, we were a very close knit group, very close. And then um, everybody made friendships. That's that's gonna last for the rest of our lives. We had no wink links. Everybody loved each other, and just the love we had for each other and everything was great. Here we are getting ready for the start of the 2024 season. God, we hired in 2024. My goodness, where does the time go? You come in as a freshman, you know, not knowing what I'm going to be now. You're a redshirt junior. Time goes fast. See, don't tell you how, how fast 
time goes in college, but you come in wide-eyed freshman. I just want to find my place now. I got a bunch of freshmen, you know, freshman pitchers saying, "Hey Blake, man, how did I look on the mile? Did I?" See, that's what they don't tell you, Blake. Is yeah. you go from asking questions to answering them, because now they the best teams are player led, and obviously mm-hmm. you guys got a great, you know, got a great head coach, but you guys are player led. How dangerous will this twenty twenty four squad be? We're gonna be real good. We're gonna be just all right. We're gonna, we, everybody knows we have that one goal in mind, which is Omaha. We're gonna win that last game, but we're gonna be good. I, I'm not worried. The season, Blake said, Blake said, we're gonna be good, man. Look, I, look I, listen, let me tell you what Blake just did, right? Blake understands a lot of people watch this, a lot of people watch this podcast. When I say a lot of people, I mean non Florida games. He said, I'm not tipping my, I'm not giving them no ammunition. I'm not giving them anything to say. Blake said, Blake said we're going to be good, which is true. Blake said, well, Blake is really saying, no, we're going to be great. Because the good ones play good baseball. The great ones go to Omaha. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that again to that team up there in Knoxville. Because <clears throat> I know they look. The good ones, right, play good baseball. The great ones go to Omaha. Because everybody don't got time to watch every single game throughout the college baseball season. Everybody's mm-hmm. watching in Omaha. Everybody, because and when I say everybody, I'm talking about everybody that didn't make it, everybody that didn't think we was that good, or they pitched mm-hmm. staff, they eyed, or Cags, he ain't, he ain't, he ain't, he ain't, he ain't like Otani. The hell he ain't. <laughs> if Otani existed in, in college baseball, his name is Cags, and he mm-hmm. just happens to play for them boys. But if he from listen, they got this young man from Boynton Beach went to St. Thomas Aquinas, wasn't get recruited in middle school. Oh, that went away in high school, though. Now, he go from that to, boy, I'm out here in Omaha trying to get us there. Everybody's watching me. Every kid in Boynton Beach, dad said, hey, get in here. Blake is about to pitch. What? Blake, they used to, Blake, they used to live down the street. It's about to pitch. I mean, Blake, think about this for a second, man. I know you want to win it, but you did it. Because you, like I said, I want to go to Omaha. Listen, the winner, I got to go to Omaha first. Y'all was there. Mm-hmm. Your number got called. Now your number got because that's another thing, people. Just because you play in the regular season or you play in the uh you know the tournament, that don't mean you're gonna get your number called when it's when it's for everything, right? Mm-hmm. What's your number got called? How much re- how much respect did you gain when you had to gain it from your from your head coach, your teammates, but and we won't blame. What is, I, I keep on I keep on dwelling on that moment because that's it, Blake. You out there. Sink or swim, they say Blake, get us there. Going back to that moment in time, could you freeze if you had to freeze frame it and it and everything is silent? What would you say to your parents who those were the ones, they were the ones that's driving, I don't know how many miles or how many uh, freaking fly miles, or they put on the cars and, and the credit card. What do you say to them when they saw something in you as a player? Sometimes we don't even see in ourselves. Saying thank you for never giving up on me. Thank you for still believing in my dream when I stopped believing in it some days. And when things got tough, you just kept pushing me to be better, to be the better person I am today. Blake, fast forward, it's 2025, Omaha. Blake's on the mound, bottom of the ninth. You get the fastball, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a pop-up, and you just, you know, you do that thing where y'all point up, and it's, and it's listen, listen, you point it up so, you know, so your teammates run under, and y'all, and now, You've just done in 2025 what didn't happen the year before. What is that going to feel like when you're saying, when you point at Sully and say, hey, listen, man, we got to add to the trophy game? 
it's going to be a great feeling because I know everything that we worked for, we finally accomplished it. And not only did we do it like for ourselves, we also did it for the city of Gainesville and everybody that supports us and is around us. Blake Purnell, people, let me tell you something that I just learned throughout this conversation. Because, oh, you know, this I am being true. He is Blake Purnell. This is 84 Reasons. No games, no gimmicks, just reasons. This ain't a podcast, even though it is. This is a conversation. I have a conversation because I want to know I want to know the person I'm talking to. We know that Blake Purnell is a hell of a player. He's at Florida. We know he got a cannon. He's a, he's a pitcher. And, and, and for those of you who don't know, when I, when I was in college, I used to talk a little trash. I said, man, that ball ain't coming that fast. So I go I go over to the facility. I don't know if it was Coach Sully. Somebody let me grab a bat. And and the, and the catcher said, throw him a curveball. I'm like, what? Man, bring that. All right, man, you bring that weak sauce up in here. It's going up. For a person that's never been behind a curveball before, let me tell y'all people something, man. Don't stand behind a curveball. It looks That ball is coming right at you. It looks like he's trying to hit you. And at the last minute, that thing just dropped. I don't know how it does it. I pointed at that pitch and said, if you hit me, he said, throw him another. I said, do you trying to hit me? So needless to say, I didn't, I'm swinging the air. I didn't hit anything. I got, before I let you out of here, though, I'm, we talking about this. What is Blake Purnell's favorite pitch? What is your favorite pitch to throw? It's became uh, my splitter that has just gotten good out of nowhere this past over the past summer, and now I'm throwing it a lot more. How long does it take to perfect a splitter? Took about me two years to finally learn how to actually manipulate it and throw the way I want it. So yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, he is Blake Purnell. Favorite pitch is a splitter. We'll get you out with a fastball, change up, slide or maybe even a curve. Listen, bats right, throws right from Boynton Beach, made the right decision. By coming up, coming up to Gainesville, got a jacket now. Like his mom goes, "What is that, Blake? This is a jacket, mom, and we don't even use it for rain. It gets cold up here sometimes." What? Yeah, it don't happen out there in South Florida. We just, you know, we just use it for fashion in South Florida. Use it for the elements up here in North Florida. He is Blake Purnell. I am being true. This is eighty four reasons where we only talk to the best the University of Florida has to offer. So I say, hey, who is that? That's anybody that plays in Florida. Blake, I'm wishing you nothing. But the best during throughout this season. Stay healthy. Look, whenever you go up against them boys up there from Knoxville, if they got on gray, tell them I said that's not a color pattern. That's called not making a decision. You already got to wear cream, sickle, orange. Uh, to them other teams in the SEC, listen, I mean, I respect the one in Baton Rouge. There's one in Athens. I know that Mississippi State and Ole Miss did some things as of, as of recently. Kentucky, please, please, please. That's not even – South Carolina, shh. Maroon and black, that's not even thats not even a color. Stop it. All I'm saying is I'm just rooting for them boys in orange and blue, orange and blue skies for life. Blake, I appreciate you taking the time. Listen, tell Kags I said he can't hide from me. Tell Kags I said he can't hide from me. But at the same time, man, enjoy yourself this season. I, I, you know, you know, my son is thinking about getting into baseball. I'm going to make sure that whenever you whenever you on the mouse, listen, man, you need, you need to watch Blake. Cause uh, that, listen, don't 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 let his don't let his wind up fool you. That's some velocity coming out that right arm, boy. He cannot help it. <laughs>